everyone. Welcome to an exciting edition of ARG Presents. I'm your good buddy, Amigo Aaron, joined by a man we simply refer to as the Game Master, the Brit. Wow, that's pretty lame. That's, that's the best I can do. I gotta keep this thing. I don't want to go blue with the show here. How are you doing today, Game Master Brent? Uh, you know, I have uh, mastered the, the games that we are covering today in record time. You're not going to let me off the hook on this, are you? <laughs> so, if you were with us last week, we spun the wheel, we made the deal. And what a deal, Brent. Because thanks to you and your extensive research, you've uncovered another diamond in a rough. As this week, we present to you... The Game Master. With a name like that, it has to be good. Just like Smuckers, Brent. Did you know anything <laughs> about this when you put it on the wheel? Or this was this one of your another, like, in-the-dark, like, feeling-around process that you used to find pieces for this wheel? No, no, no. This actually, uh, Ashens has featured this many, many, many years ago. And uh, uh, it's one that was emulated... Uh, I think it picked up emulation about five years ago. Put it down. <laughs> uh, through mess slash main. Yeah. Not perfectly. The sound still sucks on it. But I thought, you know what? We haven't covered many German, not exclusive, but, I mean, it, this is kind of a German exclusive handheld. Mm. So I thought, we need to give it a go. No, no, it's not. It's not a Well, German. I know. I know it's not. But <laughs> It sounds a little German, but it's not. It's not a German. It's not exclusive either. It's none of those things. Let's learn about this wacky little contraption. You know, we've been doing this show for a while now, and one thing people can't say, they can't say, boy, those guys on ARG, they sure they sure don't cover enough Game Boy clones, because, buddy, we're back <laughs> with another one. We've studied a lot of these Game Boy clones, but this one right here it, it has a personality all its own, a very lame personality. Let's have a look at this thing. So what you got here with the old Game Master is a uh, now this game first of all this thing had so many aliases in, in so many countries that it, yeah. it's got to be wanted by Interpol okay so just to go over some of the various names of the game master you've got the super game by Hartung that was the French name Game Tronic nah. also nah. French you had the game plus that was France nah. then you got the game master by by Varelia that's Italy the system of 2000. That's the UK. There you go. You got these things are everywhere. You had uh, they were they were uh, accredited to Hartung, VideoJet, Delplay, Systema, Impel, Watara. If you remember the Watara supers, they were in the mix somehow. All these people were involved in some way in distributing this game, this little game machine. So let's look at this thing. I mean, if you're looking at the video. What you've got here, if you take a Game Gear, which is what this thing looks like, the sort of like a Sega Game Gear, and then yeah, it's, it's turned that direction. And then you basically this particular model. It almost like looks like you melted a certain. <clears throat> this I'm looking at the Game Master. It's, most of them look like this. The uh, the crosshairs for your control are way down at the bottom of this thing, and they're also crooked for some reason. I don't understand. Then you've got yeah, they're they're twisted about thirty degrees. They look stupid. Then you've got the two buttons that are also low on the machine. It's just a weird-looking machine, uh, man. And those buttons aren't buttons. Well, I mean, they're buttons, obviously, but they are huge domes. They're almost spherical. Yeah, they're like uh, uh, pill tops or something. So what was in this wacky contraption? What you had here uh, was a uh, the CPU of this thing was an NEC 
uh, UPD 7810, which I, I don't think I've ever heard of that, to be honest with you. Uh, the graphics were a 64 by 64 monochrome LCD. Uh, you had a, a built-in speaker, a headphone jack, and you had, this thing would run on four double A's that would go on uh, underneath. The, there's two battery compartments that were on either side of the uh, back of the screen. Uh, you had a 40-pin cartridge port. Now, it's funny. We looked at the Watara Supervision, uh, gosh, a while back, and the Watara Supervision uh, actually has a, a almost identical uh, port in it. And by the way, if you'll recall, yeah. Watara also had a uh, uh, had a uh, 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 was a Game Boy ripoff, basically. Although it was it was of a higher quality one than this one is. Um, so. And Watara had their hand in this, so I, there's been some speculation as to how Watara got involved in, in this thing. So it was sort of a, would have been a competitor, but there you go. Uh, so uh, maybe they maybe they crashed the the uh, the uh, project on purpose. I don't even know, man. <laughs> would you? I wouldn't. Um, this thing got released in 1990. You know, uh, yes, it, it was uh, sort of it was German ish. But it, this uh, one thing I noticed from research this, I kept seeing this come up time and time again, is that uh, the uh, the background, the official background of this thing is sort of bizarrely unknown. Like no one's one hundred percent sure, like what the heck's going on with this game, and, like, and no one knows exactly who designed it or where it came from. So it's sort of a mystery console, or maybe just no one's claiming it, which could <laughs> could also be the could be, could be the problem. So, officially, this thing had 19 games, okay? Uh, I looked at probably, I don't know, seven of these. Did you look at some of these aside from the ones we played? Yes, I looked at seven. Do you have uh, any thoughts on those? Uh, they range from bad to holy crap. Uh-huh. Bad. <laughs> I, uh, there's, there's woefully little footage available on uh, YouTube for these. Uh, in fact, I couldn't find anything on. I really couldn't find anything uh, in terms of what these cost. I couldn't find there. I couldn't find any for sale now. I did find footage that uh, if you're watching at home from uh, Francis here, who uh, filmed his game master, and it looks like double secret doom. It's just ugly, jacked up looking thing. And from what from all accounts, it just the LCD screenness was it was just nasty bad. Yeah. yeah, it it had a it was prone to uh uh fault and I'm sure the the two decades haven't helped that much. No, I'd say yeah. And I don't see a lot of people making uh screen replacements for the old game master. I looked no. I looked <laughs> desperately for sales numbers on these and I couldn't find any. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the assumption that it must have sold well somewhere because for all those different countries to get a crack at this thing they they must have sold some of these, you know, and or had a really good marketing team. Yeah, if you look at the front plastics on this thing, even the front plastics are uneven and weird looking. You know, it's just a it's a and the uh, the bezel on it, at least the game master version. Right, I looked at a bunch of these, and they most of them look similar to this. The bezel on this thing looks straight out of the seventies or something. It just looks real. It's just goofy. This is a goofy little put together unit here. Uh, with a... Now, to be fair, not all of them were Game Gear shaped. They did have Game Boy shaped uh, uh, molds as well. Very few, that... and, and yes, they did, and even more rare than this thing. Yeah, yeah, they are rare. 
but they all they uh, corrected, or I guess I mean it was a mistake on the system, but the crosshairs it are actually up and down, and the buttons are not as domey. It, it almost looks like a real console. This this console, the appearance of it with the with the twisted uh, control pad and the dome buttons almost looks like it's just a fake novelty thing. Yeah. Like you'd hit it and it would just play sound effects. We've looked we've looked at a lot of consoles on this show, uh, Brent, over the years. And, I mean, this has got to be, at least from appearance, this has got to be one of the worst ones we've ever seen. I mean, seriously, this, uh, looks, it, it this, is. this it, looks horrible. It, it's really bad. The way this was designed, my understanding is you're supposed to hold it with just your thumbs touching the cross pads and the buttons, and having your uh, pointer fingers on the back for support. So what looks like should take very uh, small hands is actually designed for very large hands. So you have your thumbs uh, on the crosshairs and the buttons, and then your index fingers going up the back to support it, and that's what they envisioned it being played like. You know, I, so. <laughs> I, it, 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 not a smart design. Not ergonomic at I all. I <laughs> Jigglebox in our chat just said the screen looks like it was made by Etch a Sketch. That is the that is an <laughs> apt comparison right there. Well, again, I'm sure the screen when these were released were not quite this smeary because I have seen ones that aren't this smeary. But uh, time and these old cheap LCD screens do not mix well. Brit Dowdy. Game Master Apologist. There it is. You heard it first. <laughs> well, Brent, you picked another winner here. And so we were we were tasked with finding a couple games on this thing that were the top shelf games. You're gonna pick a couple winners here. Um and so I I told Brent when we started today, I was like, we can't both be curtain jerking, uh, because <laughs> but but I'm gonna go ahead and lead the charge. Head down, eyes closed, as I take you into the land of Bam. It's Space Castle, Brent. <laughs> space, space Castle. Now, you thought you thought information on the system was hard to find. Well, brother, yeah. you ain't seen nothing until yeah. you tried to research Space Castle. <laughs> this is a very the, the research is very limited on these things. So, as best as I can tell, Space Castle. Uh, was released in 1990. Now, it's funny when you try to find who developed and published this stuff. Every, almost every place I went attributed uh, the the games to Hartung. Okay, yeah. yeah all uh, that much them. said, space. I did find a couple places where Space Castle that said these that it was published by Bicken International SA. SA. So uh, that we're gonna go with that, but it, it, your mileage may vary. Now. Uh, when it comes to games on this thing, you really had a couple flavors of, of types of distribution. You had a box, uh, a small box, and then I also saw blister packs for these things. Yeah. Right now, not all uh, not all these games had pictures of both packs, but I'm assuming I would wager that they both got released in both versions. The old blister pack video game holder—that's the worst, isn't it, Brent? Especially if you're it a is. collector, you, that thing sucks. And, and what sucks is the boxes for these. I mean, the art's usually crappy, but the boxes themselves look nice. They look like, uh, uh, you know, they've got the built-in rack 
hole for you to hang them up no. on. And <laughs> Nothing they better are... than the old built-in rack hole. That's my favorite, <laughs> well, too. Hey, some games didn't... Uh, a lot of packaging doesn't have that, so they have to slap a sticky one on the back of yeah. it. And if you don't have cellophane in between your box and that's and the uh, rack holder, you're screwed. Because if you peel it off, you're going to peel off your box. Brit Downey, this eliminates rack that. hole expert. I'm not saying that this is going to get some crazy collector value, yeah. but uh, at least you can have pristine packaging, even if it came off the shelf. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I had some trepidation as I as I journeyed forward into the land of Space Castle, and I was justified <laughs> when I actually began playing Space Castle. So, Space Castle is a shooter. Uh, where you play a ship, there I could find no backstory and no documentation. That's by the way, uh, and, and so you, you're pretty much you forget about that. Uh, but Sp Space Castle is a game where you you have a ship, and you're trying to uh, blow up a, a a castle. Right, you've got just like the doc, just like the uh, cartridge says there, you got five castles to blow up, and of course the castles fight back. Uh, and, 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 and more or less, uh, I couldn't find anything with any sort of options, skill levels. You didn't find any of that either, did you? I mean, there's, there was—it's nah. not like you can. This is not like the Atari VCS. You're not flipping the difficulty button. You, one size fits all. If you've ever played, and this—I will admit—this is what appealed to me because uh, uh, you know me, I'm a mark for this game. I love the game Phoenix, and also Demon Attack has this as well, <clears throat> where at the end of it you fight. A uh, a big huge base or a floating castle, if you will, where you shoot up through it to try to hit the soft spot and blow it up. All right, right. Um, I love those games, but the one thing that those games have that this game doesn't have is a, there's other things going on aside from fighting the space castle. Uh, for example, in Phoenix, just you have to get to the space castle. They even attack. And then there are waves and waves of that stuff before you even get to see the castle. It makes the castle special. And then when you get to the castle itself, you're not just fighting the castle. Uh, like, they're sending down some guys to get you, you know, to make it more uh, interesting. Space Castle doesn't do any of that stuff. It just, you just fight a space castle. And so what you're doing, basically, is shooting up at a castle and, and trying to blow through it while it shoots back. That's the game. Um... As you go up, as you shoot up into the castle, parts of it disappear, you know, until you can get to the sweet spot in the middle. And then when you get it, in most games, when you blow up the castle, like there's an enormous explosion, and you're greeted with some sort of like flavor text telling you you did a great job or whatever. In this game, I blew up the castle, and I swear to you, I thought it locked up on me. Did you have that problem? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was just like, all right, good job, next. I mean, there's a. <laughs> There's a pause there of like, and I kid you not when I say this, it's like 15, 20 seconds of just a, like a blank screen. And you're like, what just happened? And then it, the next castle comes out. It's like, that's it. So we should mention that um, playing these games with mess, uh, like Brent sort of mentioned earlier, uh, is you you're, you don't have any sound that works. The sound is horrible. Now, I'm going to give this thing the benefit of the doubt. And assume that the sound on the actual thing is better. Uh, I tried to find some video footage of someone playing Space Castle, and I did, in fact. But I didn't really get a good hear on it. I could just see it. Uh, so well, it's 
it's beeps and boops. It's what you would expect right. from the rest of the console. Um, now let's talk about this the uh, the game itself in terms of you you get two men, and you and you fight these space castles and and you get a score. The game is slow as Christmas. I mean, it's really slow, isn't it, Brent? Yeah. Uh, the uh, the uh, ships uh, don't move except for your ship. The the space castle doesn't move. So really, I asked myself, why isn't there stuff happening here? Uh, it just just nothing happened. You just sh it, you just shoot up at a castle. Now I will say that when you turn the game on, it's got an opening castle and a logo that looks pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the e yeah tile screen looks fine. That's what tricked me. Because I was like, "Hey, that looks good," you know. Uh, and then, but I would call this game uh, crap. I hate to say it. Uh, it's not fun. Uh, it's not hard. You could go through. Did you beat it or go through all five castles? I, I did not. Uh, I played it. <laughs> I played it once. I knew it. Uh, made made it to castle five. I was like, "What?" Well, here's the thing: playing it once and making it to castle five took like thirty minutes. So I feel like I gave this game a so fair you, you shake. So you did get the Castle Five, yeah. Yes. Okay, that's that's yeah. That's all you need to do, and nothing changes. Uh, no. uh, the castles look different, but that's about yeah. it. Uh, I could did, could you find any rhyme or reason to shooting anything aside from aiming towards the middle? Because no. it doesn't stop points. bullets points from, to get extra men. Right, it doesn't stop bullets from coming. It doesn't. There's not like side guns or anything. I couldn't. I, mean, I didn't see any difference. I mean, it looks like you might be doing something, but it really, you're not really doing anything, as far as I can tell. Uh, yeah, this one didn't require a whole. This is probably the least I've ever played an ARG game, just because you didn't require that many plays. I mean, you just go through it, and that's it. I think like Castle. It was either Castle One or Two. I shot everything. Oh, really? Like, I eliminated the entire castle from the, from the screen. It doesn't stop it from shooting. It shoots out of just the nether area now. And uh, uh, I got a ton of points, which which led to a couple extra men. Right. Uh, but And, and that's, that's the the huge failing of this game. That's it, huh? This, this could have been a fun concept. Uh, going just after boss creature after boss creature... Uh, in a shooter, with just a few more tweaks, they could have taken this from slow-paced, neandering, no challenge, to very exciting and fun. You, and all they would have had to have done was, A, add in some enemy fighters, where uh, a ship comes out of the bigger ship and, and tries to attack, and B, have a way... To disable the guns of the ma of the mothership of the mother castle, and even if it only disabled the uh, the big front laser beam of death for five seconds, ten seconds, something like that, which would allow you time to actually start shooting the middle and making some progress, that would have went a hundred times towards improving this game. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. That they either, maybe they couldn't, maybe they didn't want to, maybe they didn't care. Uh, it would have upped the action on this, had different weak points on the castle to kind of strategically take it down instead of just moving to the left, coming back, moving to the right, shooting up the middle every time. The little tweaks like that, this could have been a very playable game. The graphics are fine. 
I mean, what it's trying to uh, put out there, you're a little ship versus a big ship. Something to note, you aren't stuck to the bottom of the screen. You can fly forward uh, about one-fourth of the screen. But to know, there's no point. There's no point in doing it. Uh, But it does allow you to do that. It's just so much potential here. But as it is, I cannot recommend, I obviously can't recommend buying it. I can't recommend emulating it. I can't even recommend playing it if, you're, if your buddy's got it on their computer, loaded up, ready to go for all you have to do is sit down and play. It's just not good enough. Yeah, I. It's just not good I enough. I have to agree with you. I mean, I don't know. Yes, maybe there was some potential. Maybe the system limitations uh, of the... Uh, NEC chip and this thing wouldn't allow that much stuff on the screen. Who knows? Because, I mean, the castles are big. But, uh, you know, yeah. This was this was El Dutto Grande. I'll admit that. But what are you going to do? you got to play something. And this is apparently one of the more heralded games on the system from what I've heard. Uh, you you, you can do the math on that. Uh, I didn't I didn't see this on eBay. I looked also looked for the console in there. I didn't see that either. Did you have any luck with your anything on eBay? Did you, did you look for yours? Oh no, no, there's nothing anywhere yeah, for this so, thing. So there you go, uh, Space Castle. Uh, uh, that's a castle I would avoid. It ain't White Castle, if you know what I'm saying. Much, much worse. I would and avoid it certainly that isn't too. Sprite Castle. So let's move along because I <laughs> I know since you're in the main event spot, you've brought the big dog to the table. What do you have uh, to show us this week? I actually do have uh, the superior game in Continental Galaxy 2020. Yeah. I see you left the 2020 could, off of the logo, well, but that's okay. It wasn't me. Because it's not on the box yeah, that, either. That's, it's not like I made these logos up. That's the way they came. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Continental Galaxy 2020 uh, is your, your the space action game of the century where you are tasked to clearing level after level to get to the big boss and fight it in one-to-one combat, which usually turns into, like, one-to-six combat. Uh, you are in a super mega awesome star TIE fighter mega ship. It's crap. That has impenetrable shields that recharge over time uh, as you uh, are locked in one screen combat moving up and down the screen, unable to rotate or turn around. <laughs> that's for suckers. But that's okay, because your ship can have, like, a couple bullets on screen at a time, and that's it. <sighs> so, okay. Uh, who made Continental Galaxy? I don't know. When did it come out? 1990. I mean, what? I, that's it. That's all the information that exists for Continental Galaxy 2020. You, you play as a fighter... And you uh, go around stage to stage. You have a recharging shield meter, which is the big highlight of the game, uh, that allows you to turn on your shield. And when you turn on the shield, you can uh, absorb infinite bullets, right? Infinite enemy bullets uh, for the duration of the shield. Or you can run into the enemy, which will destroy them and power down your shields. And you can usually get three shields off uh, before you have to wait for it to actually build up some energy to start again. Uh, what is this at its core? This is a um, a points game. 
you go through waves of enemies that come out from the left or the right on various points of the screens, uh, and they are in different shapes of different uh, spaceships or alien-type spaceships, and you uh, uh, are always upward-facing, firing to destroy the enemy. After so many uh, bad guys come through, a boss character will come out, and the boss character basically has a mega beam that shoots uh, almost like when you see Zeppelins with spotlights, kind of that downward angle. It has one of those things going on, and they uh, will fly across the screen just like all the other enemies, and they they only take a couple shots, but their spotlight of doom will actually block your upward firing shots. So it makes them a little bit more challenging. As you progress, the left and right enemies don't change, uh, but the boss enemies change every other stage. So you'll have stage one and two with the same boss, stage three and four with the same boss. And starting at stage five, it doubles up the bosses. So you'll have two of these huge ships on the screen at the same time. And really, the boss fights are the highlight of this, or that along with the shielding. Uh, is the game good? No. Is the game playable? Oh, yeah. I mean, if I was in a car and I had this or nothing to play, I would happily play this, right? So that, A ringing that, endorsement. Well, I mean, that takes it... It's better than nothing. It takes it from the bottom of the barrel to slightly above the bottom of the barrel. Because you can play this for high score. I'm guessing you didn't like this at all, Aaron. Oh, after playing Star Castle, uh, Space Castle, this was the best game I'd ever played. I was <laughs> yeah, thinking that yeah. if you could have combined this with my game, you'd have had a real game. And you would have been a lot like... You would have had the Phoenix Shield. You would have had the Phoenix Castles. Then you would have had the... Well, I mean, let's face facts. The uh, the actual game itself here is not that good. Uh, the, the I mean, obviously. I know, stunning stunning realization. I mean, you're flying around like an idiot. The, the bad guys could never conquer any galaxy. They lumber around like morons. It's like the Undertakers, the pilot of these things. They just lumber forward like an idiot. You go up and kill them. They never really get super fast. I didn't get... Oh, no, that's not true. They, they don't get they super don't, fast, ever. They don't necessarily get fast, but they get to the point where they are they are shooting tons of bullets. Yeah. Tons and tons of bullets. This game really should have started at stage five, that level of difficulty, because from five onward, it's almost a game. The uh, the mega beam, you're, I think you're <laughs> you're over you're oversold a lot of this game. I wasn't impressed with any. Of, <laughs> the end of the boss battles were they were they were the fact that they were there was something. Uh, the the uh, I'm just saying it's I mean I'll give it that I'm giving it that. This game. Did you, how far did you get in this? Oh jeez, I didn't get the double bosses. I know that. Okay, okay. I'm not saying that your that your viewpoint on this is completely invalid. However, I will say that when you start to get to double bosses, the game actually becomes challenging and fun to play. Well, listen, if I'm going to play a game for 15 minutes before I can get to anything worth playing, <laughs> it's crap. 
put that stuff in the beginning. Is my point. I, I mean, listen. I agree. And I looked for like difficulty settings. I was really hoping that there would be a difficulty setting no. that would allow you to get that jump. Because playing for, through the first five stages is pretty slow. No kidding. It's pretty, pretty slow. slow. The enemies. It, 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 it was not it's a slow like space game. is comprised of like maple syrup, and you're stuck well, in it. You're you're suspended in it, and your to, ship's to powered be fair, by pedal space power. Is pretty fast. I mean, you never move slow. The enemy is slow, and the enemy doesn't shoot no, a whole lot of bullets. You are That's slow. That's the problem. You're, no, you're not slow. Your ship's never slow. You're telling me that that's... Oh, I'm watching it. Look at it. I played it. I know your ship is not fast. Look at that. That's maximum that it, velocity with spaceship. That it, it, No. See, you are completely... Uh, again, you are wanting a game that this game isn't. Yeah, a good game. That's what I wanted. Now, well, that's fine. But understand what this game is. This game could have really used one of two things. It could have used... An increase of difficulty from the beginning, yes. or it could have used a way to flip your ship 180 degrees would have went a long, long way. And just had the enemy start shooting towards the top of the screen instead of the bottom, that would have went so far. Because it would have actually made the game more difficult, and it would have been player-forced. Because if you flipped your ship around... And was shooting down from the top of the screen, and then you had bullets going that way as well. It would have made such a a, a more dynamic fighting environment. As it is now, unfortunately, you can just camp at the top of the screen. Nothing can shoot at you, and if a ship comes on your level, just turn on your shields. Yeah, yeah. trust me. This this game, I was. It occurred to me as I was a couple levels in, like this this game, and actually my game too. They're like the anti-psychosis shooters. Like, I think someone must have played, like, Blood Money or something and just got repeatedly killed. They're like, you know what? I'm going to make a game for the everyman. I'm going to make something so slow that you can put your pet on there to play it. And, yo, it's not slow. it came to pass. I hate that you're saying it's slow. It's not slow. It's, it's all slow. It's slow. I mean, compare this to... Uh, this is far and away the weakest of the handhelds that we've that we've covered. I, I, I And, I mean, we've covered some no. weak handhelds. No, this is not like, the this weakest makes, of the This makes me up. yearn for the days of the Tandy the Tandy one hundred, where at those, because even their shooter was better than both these, and that and I mean and a lot better, I might add. I, I mean, considering the technology, maybe listen, but I, I, this is an actual game that you could have. I'm going to assume that you've got stock with uh, with uh, the game master because you're putting this thing over like rover and it's a no, dud a dud it's not good it's not good but it is a playable game i am not saying you go buy it i am not saying you go and emulate this for yourselves but if this is setting somewhere and you have the ability to hit start and play around of it do it it's okay burn it with fire you know, you're you're insane. We had a couple. Believe it or not, I'd forgotten about this. I'm glad uh, he reminded me to chat. We actually had a couple reviews for these games. We had one, okay. Let's see what the reviews we had say. One, let's see the we had one man brave enough to to review these games, and that man was Frodo NL. Uh, well, he did both, but we'll look at yours first. Uh, he says, as the saying goes, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. This game is not spectacular. Something very similar can be made on the ZX81, which had very similar graphical capabilities. 
But somehow it's addictive. So even Frodo's putting this over. The graphics are okay. Everything is recognizable at least. The way the shield works makes sense. And limiting the player to one shot on the screen at a time makes it somewhat more challenging. That's true. Sounds are limited to basic effects, but that was to be expected. There is some, there is sometimes some glitching when a boss le uh, enters the level, but I cannot be sure if this is an issue with the game or the emulation, so I won't let it influence my score. All in all, one of the better games on the system, 7 out of 10. 7 yes. out of 10. I think that score is a little generous, but everything he said is dead on. He also mentions that the sound doesn't work in main, which is true. While we've got him up here, he also looked at Space Castle. Let's see how he, if he looked at this in a similar way. He says, <laughs> this reminds me of five of round five of the arcade game Phoenix. Bam, I agree. But with, of course, way weaker graphics and even weaker gameplay combined with sometimes questionable hit detection. With a decent controller, this game is basically too easy and short. I completed it my second try. But I guess it would have been a lot harder with the rather awkward controls on the original console, plus that screen. The sounds, once again, very limited, but work. Not my favorite game ever, which I was appalled to read that. Three out of ten. <laughs> Three out of ten, Brent, on, the, uh, on that one. So that, and I think that's being pretty generous. Yeah, I do too. It, I think both reviews were generous, but I also think they were fair. Yeah, I think all the games for this thing are crap. This was a very weak effort to try to mass market a, a Game Boy ripoff. This is as close. This is closer to a calculator than a Game Boy. Uh, and I, I give this, I give the Game Master my full dud status. Dud. That's a dud right there, Brent. It's pretty bad. Yeah. And you know I love stupid, crappy handhelds, but this one's pretty bad. Yeah. So are, would I would I happily own one if someone handed it to me? Oh yeah. And I would show it all, but it's pretty bad. I wouldn't. <laughs> and by the way, for the record, when I introduce you as a Game Master at the beginning of the show, this brings that full circle because the Game Master is crap, and so are you. Let's spin this freaking wheel, which I got to get. And load a piece on. Oh, yeah. Ah! So, what are we adding this week, Brent? Right there. Everyone in chat, get ready. It's chat subject choice. If that comes up, you guys are going to be called upon. Uh, we've also added uh, the uh, for the classic piece, Williams. Williams, and that's a broad, open piece. Anything Williams ever did. We love Williams. Gnomes! We race them! You ready to spin this sucker? Here we yes. go. That folks. got called in chat, in chat, folks. Are you kidding me? Who called that? Roushy <clears throat> called it called dead that? to rights. Are you kidding? It's the MSX2, Brent. Two! Two! Outstanding. Brent, we covered the MSX1 way back. Do you remember what we played for it? Nope. I don't need it. <laughs> we play so much stuff, it all becomes a blob. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. <clears throat> well, uh, so MSX2, that should be a fun one. That should be a big step up. Uh, oh, they're saying, uh, uh, Rushi says we played Penguin Adventure. So that'll be, that was one, I do remember. Oh, yeah, I remember Penguin that, Adventure. You loved that game, didn't you, as I recall? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I go. mean, it was okay. There you go. It was a runner, yeah. Uh, Britt, why don't you tell the people about the exciting changes you made this week with in the background of ARG Presents? 
Uh, it has come to my attention that some people were having extreme difficulties who wanted to support ARG, uh, but were unable to due to uh, their credit cards being rejected from Anchor. Uh, so I went ahead, and after a little bit of discussion, we went ahead and opened an ARG Presents Patreon page, and that is at patreon.com slash ARG Presents. If you are supporting through Anchor and can do so easily and happily, just stay the course, 1,000 points of light. Uh, just keep on rolling. <laughs> is that rolling. the quote you want to use on that? <laughs> I didn't get over too good for George. That particular and uh, it, if you've been looking for a easier alternative, uh, I mean, I know Patreon has their stuff together, and we are going to use that Patreon page to its fullest extent. The more I learn and find out about it, and some of the things you can do with it, uh, the more excited I, I'm becoming with it. So you could always go to... Uh, patreon.com slash ARG presents. And if you want to support the show, you can do so there. Uh, past that, Aaron, new subscriber video coming up. Yep. Uh, you seem to really like this one. I thought it was okay. Let's not forget about so, your lanyards. Oh, well, they are they are shipped. They are going out to those who have purchased them. That's right. So, and the, the lanyards are, are uh, they look good. I, I was, yeah, I was yeah. Listen, you can think outside the box. I, I would never have thought of lanyards. But here you go. So that's that's you, that's why you're here, just to think of something. So, uh, we'll call that a night, Brent. And let's hope next week with the MSX2 we get some sweeter action. So thanks to everybody in the chat for hanging and banging. Uh, and we will catch you guys again on the flip side. And until then, stay the course. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Special thank you to Duncan Styles for our vector graphics and Bartbit for our closing music. We want to say hello to our podcast listeners, our YouTube subscribers, and our Twitch chat. A big thank you to all of our supporters. Would you like to keep ARG spinning for as little as a dollar a month? You can do so at our new Patreon page at patreon.com slash ARG presents. Just like these fine folks. Xenon Canine, Jerry Dennington, John Dykeman, Hermsky, Retro Algae, Mitsuyama, Dave Velociraptor, Chris Fools, Bernhard Lucas, Steve Ruthmason, Frodo NL, The Slow Norris, John Schaller, Gary Heather, Terry Howard, Anthony Jarvis, Olaf Hope, Roldlo, and Graham W. Vetke. Don't want to explain another credit card bill? That's okay, too. You can support us by leaving us a positive review on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Have an idea for a wheel piece? You can email us at argpresents at mail.com. We film live every Sunday at 9 a.m. EST. Hope to see you there.